Hey, 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 it's MMA and Beyond. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Show is taking off. We've got so many five-star ratings on iTunes. Thank you so much. Please keep them coming. It helps people find our show. It helps people engage with us. It helps them find our pages, our links, all the people we have on the show. So thank you so much, everybody. The website is MMABeyond.com. We've got Ray Longo here. We've got Fight Shape Ricci. We've got Empty yeah, yeah. Resig. we got Dr. Sherry. And I'm Steve Maraboli. Folks, so much going on. So much happening, Ray. It's the summer. Everyone's at the beach, relaxing, and you've got a busy week coming yeah. up, brother. Everybody's at the beach, and I'm in the back of the gym in a lounge chair. That doesn't <laughs> seem right somehow. I don't know. You guys Chris, are... Chris the producer, can you help me out yeah. there? I've seen the lounge chair. You set it up nice. Oh, I'm not lying. Uh, yeah. I'm it's, right on the train tracks. So it just, was literally. Just waiting for a train to come by and... Do me a I, favor and kill me. I took a picture of us. Uh, of uh, of uh, we took a picture of me, Fight Shape, and Jenny Nadell. Shout out to the great Jenny Nadell. And it looks like a band album. It does. <laughs> yeah, it, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I kind of like the way it came out. It looked <laughs> pretty cool. You, that ain't the Marshall Tucker band. <laughs> it's one of my <laughs> favorite groups. Oh, no, no, Marshall, it was, Marshall it was Tucker. Spartanburg, South Carolina. Beautiful. Can't you see? <laughs> What Mike Resig is doing to me? Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus, Tony! Now because they're yeah. doing a lot of videos. So oh wow! So they can see. see. He's not wearing a hat today. No, you are not wearing a hat. Not Getting wearing a some hat. sun, enjoying the summer, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at my uh, sister's, my mother's, 80th. All right, wow. Wow. Her. All right. But well, she looks absolutely what? phenomenal. She's 80? 80 years old. Really wow. looks phenomenal. Uh, my father, myself. One of, one of my favorite up. people. She, in the his Rasid mom is County. so nice. Yeah. Actually, it's his father, his mother, and his brother. brother. Everybody <laughs> except him at this point. It's actually crazy. So far down the and his niece, uh, yeah, Christine. Christina. Oh, yeah, Christine yeah, is the best. The best. Yes, she was there too. So it was a wonderful weekend. And to my mother on her 80th. Yeah, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. She is so nice. She's so yeah. nice. Happy birthday. That poor lady. I mean, <laughs> I, did you get her a chair for the <laughs> she birthday party? She, she, yeah, she, she didn't have to chair. leave, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. While you Listen, started showing everybody wow. your artwork at the party, she you did get her a chair. <laughs> Believe me when I say, did Chelsea you bring... grew up like in like Hell's Kitchen. So she's, she, she's, she's had it without a chair before. Hell's, Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, All right. right. Hell's your... Kitchen was a great neighborhood when it was bad. I think I Yeah, it's terrible now. It's really nice. Have you guys been That's there recently? No, no, it was your neighborhood, right? When she grew up there, it was tough. Well, my grandfather was a fireman and he right. got in that area. Oh, wow. And he had a bed and breakfast up in the Catskills, and that's what he would do in the summer and go back and forth. So, wow. Back in the day. Well, that's pretty cool, man, to, uh, to have an 80-year-old mom that looks the way your mom does and loves you the way she does. That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. It was great. And I had a catch, baseball catch for my father. Very good. Which is great, right? I like it. it Big, Mike. Big Mike. Big Mike. Big Mike. A good time, He's man. got a loving family, Steve. He sure what does. What happened to this guy? I don't know. I'm he's, very loving. Let me tell you something. Well, like he's you got just give hugs and kisses, and I get, I get these strong arm from everybody. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a loving they family. Are a I've heard good people say I'm, that's people. the one thing they're jealous of Mike Rosigliano about. He's got a loving family. They a lot of some, people don't have that these I've been days. coddled. They, they, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't. that should be a topic. Does a loving family <laughs> enable you? Enable At the you. end of the day, is it an enabling experience? That's right. That's he, needed, right. he needed some adversity. I have on my phone my father coming into the uh, into Poor the Francis. Francis had adversity. Right. And look and, at him. And He's given a, Ray a hug and kiss. He came in. Absolutely. How's the speech writing going? Oh, I'm done. I'm done. Submitted. Approved. Ready to go. Submitted and approved. They liked it. This is serious stuff. Have you timed it? 
I timed it, and it was uh, just on five minutes. And uh, wow, you did after they got a hold of it and looked at it, they actually said, "Take your time. You can have some more." So we added a little more. So it was good. So it ended up I was a little crazy, but now uh, I'll put a it's it's some stuff. It was looking good, man, for sure. And you're leaving Thursday. I'm leaving Thursday morning. They're cutting it close. I got to make sure I make the flight. Yeah, Thursday night, isn't it? That could be a disaster. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. Oh my God. That, that would go Anik over well. have to read the speech for me. It'd be horrible. <laughs> he, he would get a tattoo for yeah, to com- commemorate exactly. that. That's a good dude, man. I like John Anik. The more uh, I hear guy. him on his podcast, and ch- you could check out Ray also does the Ray Longo Minute on the Anik and Florian podcast. The more I hear him on the podcast, the more I like that no, dude, No, good man. guy. That dude seems just like good a good dude, old Professional dude, guy, yeah. too. And Comes prepared to everything. And uh, congratulations, John, on uh, the birth of his son, I believe, oh, last right. week. Which is Babies. Nice. Yeah. Hey, congratulations. And, and, and Dr. Sherry, what do we got going on? Uh, just back from uh, meeting the other day, speaking on weight cutting. Uh, great weekend. Went some paddle boarding. Hanging out. Is the weight cutting issue in your field, is that is that something you see being tended to nationally and at the state level, at the organization level? Is is there any conversations happening like that or is it is it just gonna continue to be the wild, wild west? Right now I think it's gonna continue to be the wild, wild west, but there are a lot of people who are concerned about it and there are open discussions among promotions and fighters and uh, commissions, and we're trying to get something done so that it can be, uh, you know, healthy and and people can fight in in a healthy manner. And I think I think a lot's going to have to do with. I don't think that the health is going to really make that much of a difference until, unless the fighters complain or uh, somebody really gets hurt. I, I was reading this, and I didn't put it in the notes. I probably should have somewhere along this past weekend. Someone missed weight by you know in, in a different organization missed weight by like almost eight pounds, wow. and like it didn't matter. I don't think the repercussions are big enough. Um, you know, breaking that contract is and it doesn't really invalidate the contract. It actually just adjusts it. So. Um, Good luck with that because I think it's gonna. I think you're right. I think it's gonna be a long, a long ways away. We got fights coming up. We got Stipe, Ooh. Stipe and Daniel Cormier. Stipe probably extra excited today as Croatia eliminates Denmark in the World Cup yeah, and penalty kicks. Cup. It's it's big. It's a big stuff. This World Cup because there are so many upsets. Yeah, and I see the people in the gym. Who's from Brazil? Who's from over here? They it is a huge thing. Yeah, everybody. Tomorrow morning, like TV. tomorrow yeah. morning, Brazil versus Mexico. Go to Times Square. Go to Times Square tomorrow morning. Oh, is that and see the game how, tomorrow? Yeah, Brazil, Brazil versus Mexico, Mexico at 10 a.m. and that's that's going to be chaotic. I, I I try to go to Henzo's at. Yeah, no, at 10 a.m. I've been See looking for, trying to go out to Newark. <laughs> yeah. that's I've been crazy. looking for reruns of the Ultimate Fighter because I missed it, and all I see is soccer. They won't even put it on. No, Fox is all. They uh, invested yeah, heavy. It. They invested yeah. heavy, and I'm not sure the numbers are terrific, so I think they're going to keep playing it as much as they can. Oh, they man. paid a lot for that, and and uh, and I don't know that the numbers are, are terrific. It's huge when, when you have the U.S., you want them involved in something because we have nearly 400 million people. So when it's an international event like that, you want the U.S. to be a part of it and emotionally invested, especially we, we tend to get patriotic as well here when it comes to international sporting events. Um, but with the U.S. not in it, 
you know, we're really relying on our immigrants <laughs> to watch American <laughs> TV and, and, and give them uh, numbers. But back to Stipe and Daniel Cormier. It's a stacked card. Yeah, what a stacked card it, this it, is, man. From beginning to end, a stacked card. We had a couple of adjustments. Um, uh, Paul Felder found his way on against against Mike Perry. Feel happy for that dude because he was about yeah, to get crazy. He was man. about to get robbed he again. He doesn't man. get a fight this time. I yeah. mean, the guy could kill himself. That's it, man. So I'm happy for that dude because he seems like I don't know him. He seems like a, a, a nice guy. Yeah, straightforward. I, yeah, straightforward yeah, nice guy, and, guy yeah. and and I'm glad he gets a, a tough fight in Mike Perry, man. But I, I'm I'm glad he got on there for Stipe and Daniel Cormier. It's a super fight, title fight. Exactly what the USC needs as a gauge, a stacked card with a super fight at the head. Hopefully it does great numbers. I'm a little skeptical, I said last week. But uh, what, how are you looking for this fight? I know Stupe is, is someone you personally like. Yeah, Volante's been out there working with him, so that's always good. Those guys have a really tremendous relationship. And, uh, yeah, I'm pulling for Stipe, man. He's a good dude, really, really good dude. So, And I, and I do like Daniel Cormier, Cormier but... I do like mm. Stipe. Stipe's yeah, been in the gym, team. and again, you know, he's close with Gian and uh, and Chris, and he's always a gentleman when he sees us. So, was he um, born in the U.S.? Uh, yeah, he was. I I think he he was, was yeah. yeah, his parents are. He's first generation. His parents were born in uh, there. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure Chris can check that, but yeah, pretty sure Stipe was born here. Yeah, but, he was born in Ohio. Yeah, in Ohio, Croatia. Cro- yeah, for, he's first generation. Do you, uh, what do you think, what do you think about that fight, fight shape, Richie? I'm, I'm going to go, uh, I, I don't know Daniel Cormier, I've never met him, uh, but I've heard nothing but good things, and I'm a big fan of him, and he seems like a great guy, but um, even to Ray's point, you know, just, I've met Stipe a few times, and and uh, th- he's a really cool dude, a great guy, a hard worker, and, and so I'm going to pull for him, you Is know? it similar to, the stylistically, is similar to the, the Stipe and Nanganu fight, is it, is it? No. no, no, no. Only because I think uh, well, first, first biggest difference is uh, DC can push a pace with the wrestling. He's not going to gas out He's like not that. Gas yeah, this out. guy okay. had this guy. When you saw when he hit his back, he was a fish out of water. Now DC off his back, that'll be interesting. But you know, to get him there is not going to be easy. And if anything, it'll be the other way around. I think. And that's yeah. that's the, this, that's what I'm curious to see. Can he impose his wrestling? consistently over the course of the fight. That's what I'm looking yeah. to see if, if he could do that. But Engano just was a one-trick pony. If he couldn't kill you with a punch, you know, one punch, it was a good shot. He was losing that fight. You so, had to just weather the storm. You had to weather the storm, and I think they did it the right way. They took him down. They made him work. And, you know, like again, you could have all the power in the world. When that cardio goes... You're, you're 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 actually down to a little kid. You it's know it's I mean? the strategy with the first incarnation. You guys remember the first incarnation of Shannon Briggs, when <laughs> when he was Shannon young. All you had to do was just survive the first couple of rounds. If you could survive it, you're gonna beat him. Yeah, uh, there but were a bunch it, of guys it, like that. Yeah. But, uh, well, nobody ever did that with Tyson. And by the way, the few handful of times they did survive the the first few rounds, they beat him. Yeah. So yeah. yeah but anyway, story. but he, that's kind of. Uh, so Daniel Cormier can push more of a pace and, and, Humble, and, and an incredible he's, wrestler. He's Olymp- great, literally he's an Olympic a, listen, wrestler. DC is a great fight. Let's yeah. not make any right. mistakes. He's only lost it. to Jones, And he right? ripped up that strike force as a heavyweight. So there's really, you know, I mean, again, it was years ago. He's getting older, too. There's a lot of, you know, X factors in here that we're going to have to see how they play out I don't, next week. But. Can he win the fight? But he can't. I don't think he can win that fight if he does, unless he gets to the ground, right? 
right? I mean, uh, uh, Daniel, that is. Uh, Stipe's can he pretty strike good with Stipe? Pre- I don't know with that kind of reach. Yeah. Uh, Stipe's 6'5". Almost, no, almost no, 6'5". I'm going to say this. I don't think he can, but it's MMA, man. Anything's well, possible. Well, great point. Yeah, before. yeah, that's a good point. You know, I'm sure he brought in tall guys. and Yeah. Uh, he, he, like, yeah. again, I think he's a very cerebral fighter. I think he had his moments with John Jones where it looked like he was going to win that fight and mm-hmm. he got caught. You know what I mean? So good he's points. got some good experience. I mean, he's... As a trainer, is it easier for you to bring in guys who can mimic Stipe or mimic Cormier? For for, for sparring, to train to prepare well, your fighter. I'm, who, who am if, I? If, who am if I you have a fighter who's going to fight either Cormier or, or, or Stipe, or. which one's an easier guy to find people who can who can go against your fighter to mimic that style? I think it would be easier to find a guy like uh, Stipe. I, because DC was at the top of the food chain with his wrestling. It's going to be hard to get a guy that size. Right. Because not only was he at the top of the food chain, he's like 5'10", 5'11". You know, so you have to get a guy that could push a crazy pace with the wrestling. And I'm saying that's not easy to do. You know, Stipe's well-rounded with everything. So I think you get a tall guy that could kickbox and has some wrestling. You could at least get a better shot like that. But I think DC's pedigree of being the really an Olympic caliber wrestler, that's going to be hard to do. Incredible. If DC is able to pull it off, um, Incredible what that means for you know you you start hearing it's that a, it's a it's that, a great go, fight yeah. Yeah. yeah it's 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 very exciting it's a great fight I mean I'm I'm really really excited for that fight man really really excited another great fight on the card uh, Max Holloway taking on Brian Ortega huge opportunity for Ortega but Holloway's tough man that is uh, that that's is tough. another you know. That's a tough one to call, but I'm going. I'm going to go Ortega. Y'all going? Ortega. I do. I do think he just because, like because what Brian. he did to Frankie, like he. That's he, part of it. Dangerous. I love Frankie, and I just. I Ortega has that. I don't know. There's almost a like that. I can't relaxation, not afraid. Oh, no, he just, don't give a shot. He's gonna, he, he, that's why. Yeah, but I think Holloway's like that too. And that's he, a good point. And yeah. he's yeah, lanky, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know he's pretty squared away. Man, that's another great fight. I mean, yeah. I'm going to go with Holloway, but I love Ortega. But I think uh, I think Max is also a great guy too. But I think that he's got the better experience with fighting better Fair people, point, Holloway, yeah. and that's gonna could be the difference in the fight. But it looks like destiny is on the it, side of Brian Ortega. I sure. think momentum, but uh, if, if he can, I feel but Holloway like has fought everybody, so I don't think Ortega is doing to Holloway what he did to Edgar. I think no, that, I, I think that, that if he beats him, it's yeah, it's no, in some either. sort of jujitsu kicked in later, like no, like no, like Ortega's I, other wins. I think jiu-jitsu he could, kicks well, in he later could catch in the him fight. in a scramble and do something crazy, but I don't know, man. I think uh, Holloway's fought everybody, man. And Max is you a lot know? taller than Frankie too. No, I mean, yeah, yeah he, you're not. No, no, Max is a lanky guy. Yeah, yeah, so you're not. I mean, that's part of the the striking success he yeah. had against Frankie was. Due to disparity in height, too, you know, it never hurts. So, and I really like, uh, I really like the environment that uh, Henner Gracie's creating over at his gym over there. They've got a very family-oriented environment. I like, I really like the way that that Henner Gracie's doing that gym, and Ortega's another guy coming out mm-hmm. of there that's that could, again, keep them on the map. Keep them yeah. I mean, what I like with Ortega is I don't think he's got anything to lose. I don't. If think you he... read his backstory, I mean, those guys like him are really dangerous. That's kind of where my bet was yeah, coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where it's coming from. Yeah. I yeah. Just... No, as a fighter, Max. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, experience, yeah. like you said. Right. But... So I got a again another fight. I'm dying to see. I think it's a great fight. 
stacked card for UFC 226. Folks, you're listening to MMA and Beyond. Don't forget that we have we have a sponsor on it. On it, uh, they inspire peak performance through a combination of unique products and actionable information. Make sure you check out onit.com slash MMA Beyond. You could also, if you're on onit.com, you could, when you're picking out your stuff and you check out, make sure you use promo code MMA Beyond. And again, thank you and shout out to Onit for believing in us and and, and for backing us. So if, if you listen to the show another way, aside from our five-star ratings on iTunes and you want to participate with the show, when you're going to buy something out on it anyway, which has an incredible products um, from videos to to uh, supplements. supplements, peak performance, uh, a whole community there and on it, just make sure you put in MMA Beyond and you'll be helping us out while you're helping yourself out. And side note, you also get a 10% discount, so All that right. doesn't hurt either. We continue UFC 226. We've got uh, uh, Francis Ngannou versus Derek Lewis. That's just someone's getting knocked out. I mean, that's. I'm going to describe this as, as this is as, uh, the way this fight goes. Firstest with the mostest <laughs> is the bestest. Yeah. Uh, whoever hits whoever. I mean, that, it's I mean, like you, after that, it's me and Chris with sledgehammers. Yeah, right. Whoever, whoever doesn't miss wins. And go. Because uh, I'll tell you, if it goes past the first round, I could easily see two guys at a total standstill just looking at each other <laughs> with their hands down. But, uh, In their pockets, that's one's yeah. that Dr. I'm going to say technically this isn't going to be a masterpiece, but, man, is it going to be exciting <laughs> as hell. Someone's head might actually come off. That's yeah. uh, uh, that's Dr. Sherry, what you and I were talking about before, looking at the questions uh, people write in. And, of course, you can write, find us on uh, uh Twitter, Instagram, you can write in your questions. It's Ray Longo MMA. We have MMA Beyond. I'm Steve Maraboli. We got Fight Shape, Ricci, MT Resig. We could, we could, you could find us uh, on the description of the show you're listening to. If you just click on the description, all of our links are there. You can reach us. Um, and uh, Katrina in NYC writes, would it be more interesting if there was no time limits, just fight until someone loses? On a fight like that, yeah. <laughs> we could be there for a while. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, this is really going to be interesting. And it's going to, I think the, this is the interesting thing for me. Did Francis Ngano, what did he learn from his last fight? Did he make the correction in his cardio? That's what I'm dying to see. And how much, Fight Shape, can you make a correction in your cardio? How much can you It's change? multifaceted. I think that... Um, you know, look, and here's the best way to have good cardio. Dictate the fight. That's number one, right? If you dictate the fight, your cardio is going to be better because things are going the way you want them to. Right. So he couldn't do that against Stipe. So I think, you know, that it's, it's really the cardio. This sounds uh, maybe a bit of a reach, but the cardio in this fight for him will probably be better only to the extent that it's going to be a stand-up fight, right? Now, he can improve it, but it's got to be done eloquently. And what I mean by that is you got to monitor things. You got to know... I'm not justifying my existence. Anybody can do anything without me. But my point to that is uh, the, the program has to be well designed. Uh, you can't just, okay, let's go do sprints here right now and, you know, put together a good cardiorespiratory program. In better words, get his training volume, get his training schedule, see how much work he's doing, where is he weak, monitor heart rates yeah. when he's on the uh, ground let, versus yeah, standing. Let me, right? let me add one thing, too. Here's what we don't know. We don't know if he really... Like, did his trainers think he had good cardio to last fight? We don't know if he's even working his cardio. You see, that's right. what I'm saying. He like, might not even see it, right? Because I'm going to say if they thought they saw right. good cardio last <laughs> time, then I'm saying he's got no chance of improving it. <laughs> right. But if they said, look, the guy, he, he doesn't go past three rounds. He only trained for, you know, 
a five minute for, that's a different story that you could always improve upon but we don't really know where he was like, right no that's know, good Great like point. if his trainer would have told me guy you, you're not going to believe this guy's cardio he's, he's got a tank yeah, right, yeah, right. Right. <laughs> he's got a tank and then, then I'm going when he's got a absolutely no shot of improving but no. I'm, I, I suspect <laughs> He <laughs> cut back on his cardio because he thought he could kill everybody. Exactly. You know, he's got that one-punch thing. And some guys like, why do I have to train five rounds? It'll never gonna go five. Catch him. It'll yeah. never go gonna five catch rounds. Him exactly. Time, yeah. you know? And then that realization when you're heading into the fourth round is like, oh, shit. You know, like, man, I didn't train. And then that's where, I see, that's where you see guys short circuit. You start, yep, you they start becoming them, philosophers. Exa- they understand, well, I just screwed that yeah. up. You know what I mean? And, well, he's been out in, in Vegas. And if he's with the guys out there, they legitimately can prove his cardiorespiratory performance. Um, I'm, not, I'm not confident. Yeah. Uh, and the, nothing, no condemnation but, in, in what. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, to, going where Ray went, I agree with you. Right, exactly. But, but so what, what's to account for. You, you can be and they can have him out in Vegas. They can be wherever and he can do all the scientific measures to increase mm-hmm. car- cardio. Yeah. If you get into that cage and you adrenaline out, mm-hmm. you're going to blow out anyway. It, well, that's yeah, the that bottom you, line. Yeah, that yeah, you yeah. Can, you can't. Yeah, the, that, so that's a psychology that's the, the, still has the to The brain be. is the central yeah. governor, right? It's everything. Okay, technically muscles don't even fatigue. Your muscles don't fatigue. You you never recruit a whole muscle at one time, even in in as many repetitive contractions as you use it. But a part of your muscle fatigues. Who's really kind of shutting off most of that muscle? The brain. So, and Ray and I talk about it all the time. You can be in in a leak. It's an so. Why do you get somebody in great cardiorespiratory? You you're trying to reduce the liability. In better words. You're not guaranteeing anything's going to happen. You're trying to guarantee the chances of things that can go wrong. So by getting somebody in elite shape, cardiorespiratory conditioning, hopefully there's a chance if their head's even in a decent place that they can survive the fight. But you've said it. We've seen people go from Godzilla to the Little Mermaid, and I don't want to pick on the Little Mermaid because I like the Little Mermaid, but in in five minutes. Yeah, and I'll tell you a fun, let me tell you a funny story. So Chael Sonnen comes in a couple of weeks ago to uh, shoot a promo for his ESPN show. Right. I saw he was doing like interviewing different people. He's also on the same team as Ricky Simon. So we talked about the fight because I thought he did a great job in analyzing the fight, and he thought it was incorrect what happened because the guy, the ref was right there. Same thing. I don't want to beat that anymore you're talking about the simon Murat right but he fight. said while he was watching the fight he's like wow what a pace well he can't keep this up for long and then it's the second round he's like well how, how much longer can he possibly go and then he's into the third round he's like i don't even believe what i'm looking at so there's <laughs> right. a guy with right. good cardio now when he doesn't have cardio there's a problem somewhere and even in his first fight he did have the flu so as much as he was crazy there was a difference but when he was healthy against another game guy you saw that cardio was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So some guys just have it. So have it. Oh, is, is Ngano ever going to be like that? No. He can't. But we have yet. to really see yeah. what his base. We know what Marab's baseline is. He trains like a nut. He's nonstop. He's in, you know, he's uh, he incredible. probably could do that for 30 minutes at this point. So no, Ray, I got a, a quick yeah. question for you. MT and I don't know saying. if it's, it's, ever, it's ever happened to you, but if you have a guy that's an elite fighter, but his position is... I don't need the cardio. It's ne- I don't. I never go by past three rounds. Don't worry about. Yeah, it. I wouldn't be talking. You to wouldn't that be guy. talking. No, that guy. I guarantee okay. that, that would that good. would not be a good. That's that's not a good. Yeah, definitely. That doesn't sound like a very coachable yeah, fellow. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, right. That's not my type of guy. I can right. tell you already. So he would have to empty his cup, as they would right, say in right. the Eastern philosophy. 
That was empty oh. or empty? <laughs> he would have to empty his yeah. cup. Oh, wow. See that? I like empty that. Empty Resig. Going back to it. Fight Shape, we wanted to talk about uh, coordinating uh, standard performance training protocols. So we're talking about skills, visualization, imagery. How, d how does this help? You know, I, I, to be honest with you, Steve, I'm not even sure yet. Bec and, and being honest, like I, I'm experimenting a lot with this and consulting with like some of the top sports psychologists in the country. And I will with yourself soon as I try to tell you what I'm doing. But once, like, once a, a fighter has established lifting form and technique, jumping form, such as a plyometric and technique, you know that they got the biomechanics down and the principles of, of that movement are sound. Uh, I really want to start taking standardized training protocols and putting in visualization strategies, right? So for example, when we're working with a fighter and they're throwing a medicine ball uh, into a wall, we gotta start working that medicine ball in a specific capacity where they're seeing an opening, okay? In better words, an opening in striking, an opening in the fight, an opening in the kick. I always right. consult with Ray on this first, but I, no longer do I really wanna just accept the idea that, okay, the, the squat makes you stronger and it will have a carryover to a fight. It will. But now we know what intention can do. We know what visualization can do. We, after the fighter has established their capacity to demonstrate any of these movements properly, now I want to start taking them past that. So they don't just see the hex bar deadlift. They see the application of a fight-specific skill in the hex bar deadlift. I mean, you know, the Russians used to do this, right? One, my first Russian coach taught, said to me when I, in 19, well, he was on the 72 Munich team, but I remember in the early 80s, he goes, when you teach football players, when they're bench pressing, they should not be visualizing bench pressing once they got the form. Right. They should be visualizing shoving their two hands through the rib cage right. of an offensive guard. And I, when I, they're yeah, and I hitting think that, this is huge. Yeah, I, I and love, when they're I hitting the offensive well, it guard. like a multi-million dollar VR uh, yeah, uh, and when system. we hit when they hit the offensive guard, they visualize bench pressing. Yeah, now, sure. I don't. These are things that I want to go with down the road to really j just in to sum it up to make the application of training protocols have greater potential in the fight. Now, again, I I run it by Ray. I don't voluntarily do this and say, Ray, what do you think of this? Because they're his fighters. Right. He's trained their but brain. I, but I happen to love that. I could give you a, a bunch of examples. Look, Matt. When Matt was fighting me, and I would have him throw, you know, like a eight-pound medicine ball against a wall over and over again for his overhand right, and as he was throwing that ball, all he was supposed to envisioning was See throwing right. that overhand exactly. without a doubt, and that was his go-to punch, and that's what I, you know, I put a lot of emphasis on, and, you know, I got that a buddy of mine who was a really good boxer, uh, Scott Lopec. I think the biggest uh, payday he got, and then unfortunately you know, for some of the local fighters was he was uh, Michel Shevsky's uh, sparring partner who was the middleweight champ the same time as Roy Jones was the middleweight champ, but he was from Germany and they never got the fight because of that whole, you know, European, American, yeah. whatever. He was big in Germany. So he went over there for a couple of weeks. I think he got 15 or 20 grand to spar with him for two weeks. But he told me, right, every day. And you know those Europeans, they got that lead hand out and that right yeah. hand power. He said they were throwing that medicine ball against that wall like every day it was part of the training so at the time because matt had a had a good overhand but man did i beat that into his head and he'll even tell you that it was a huge part of the training right. and what tony's saying is to make that connection is huge and i mean the chinese have been doing this for years yeah, yeah. with the qigong it, it, qigong is not just breathing mm. it's breathing to make yourself better or to 
visualize, uh, you know, warming your internal organs up, or sure. you know, they have a thing embracing the tree where you're you're kind of breathing as you have your arms kind of wrapped around the tree, but you're you're seeing the roots of the tree. I know it sounds fucking crazy, no, but, a, I, but I, 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 love, I love this stuff. Is, but you're seeing your legs stronger. So, like when you're, like, say somebody's trying to knock you down and you're standing up, you you see like, like roots, roots going through your legs. You're part of the ground. You're not going anywhere. So, I mean, there's a million things like that that maybe have more of a connection at times. Yeah, yeah. But right, right, I can exactly. tell you when you could take emotion and train it different ways. And like Tony was saying with the bench press, you should never just think, "Well, I just want to get up 200 pounds or 300 pounds." Like you say, you are pushing your hands to a guy's chest. Exactly. And I, if you're, I believe if a guy's got, you know, he's a good athlete and he's squared away, that will make, that's a difference. I, I might make a 5% difference, but that's a huge difference. If, if and you, it's better than not having any difference. If, you got, if you've gotten your brain to do it, if you've created those passages, whatever it, like it's, again, it's, it's whatever what it takes. Then it's you know lot, what I mean? Right? Like if I, it's, maybe I couldn't get Matt to believe in his right hand without that. Who knows? But that helped. And then when you could get him to spar and he sees it, or you get alignment to launch a guy 10 it, feet exactly. back, all of a sudden... Man, it reinforces what you just did. Mm -hmm. And you have to have a guy on top of you saying, look what, look at that. And then once you make that connection, you have the belief, I think it's off to the races. And right. I think it's, and plus, it's a change of pace, man. You yeah, know? you're right, right. It's you good have to too, change yeah. up the training because it's not easy to do the same stuff over and over again. So if you come up with stuff to trick people, not trick people like that, but just trick your brain to do something, right. that's a good thing. Like is, Daria yeah. brought in a lot of stuff that was... That was different. Yeah, Daria Aldis, yeah. shout out to good her. Good cross training for the yeah, brain, right? It's just like Chris yeah. loved it. We started, you know, it was part of the that part of the training was get a guy as frustrated as you can, and then make him concentrate right away. That's not easy to do. Mm -hmm. And what happens in a fight? Things aren't going your way. You just start. It creates a negative spiral that you might not come back from. So when you hit a plateau, where you hit a, I mean, a adversity, and you're all frazzled. You better be able to regroup Boom, as quick yeah. as possible and go back to what you have to do. And you see that constantly in all peak performance uh, places. When you hear Olympic champions and they'll say, I visualize this. This is the first time you guys yeah. are seeing it, but I visualize this race. I've run this a million times. Yeah. Exactly. In the military, there's Talk a lot of frustration. And then, then they would have us tired, hungry, really frustrated. And then we'd have to do something that required heavy concentration. And and that's that's yeah. something that's a, and and just from the brain, Doctor Sherry, you know this. Uh, in your brain, uh, there's cognitive neuroscientists argue that 100% of everything's happening in your brain. So your brain mm -hmm. doesn't really know the difference of whether you're visualizing something or it's happening. And that's itself. the beauty. And, and beautiful. FMRI yeah. shows that some yeah. activation in motor I mean, cortex activity, when, right? When, if you visualize, when you're speaking to PayPal, you have. Oh, I I don't even have to ask you. I'm assuming you have. So you have seen that speech in your head a thousand I, times. I, mean, I know just, exactly where they're going, why you know, they're going there. I'm bringing them there 100%. Yeah, I mean, there is no, I mean, if you think I'm going out to that corner without ever thinking, there like, you know, those championship fights, <clears throat> I, I, it, I, you have to. You have to, and, and goes back to, to, what, to what began this conversation is you can train physically all you want. And in that gym and in, in the, the training centers, you can be at this XYZ caliber fighter but if your psychology isn't right, if you yeah. haven't visualized this, if the that when you get into that cage, if the first time this is happening in your brain, right. you're gonna blow out. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm mm -hmm. gonna be the devil's advocate. I, I don't want this to be mistaken with, 
you don't have to train. You could just visualize. No, you no, see, no, that's no, where yeah, I yeah, think yeah, some yeah, people yeah. come no, this in. Is, yeah, no, no, you, it, this when is the Rocky Mountain. Right. This is we're trying to add one percent, two percent, three percent. That's it. If yeah, that helps. Exactly. Some guys don't need it. Right. You know it's what the I mean? little right. bit that matters right. when but little it, bit matters. But don't think that you're going to visualize your way without hard work because that's the first thing. But once you put in that hard work. And then you put the visualization on top of that. That's a combination that's going to be tough to beat. You can go to one of the, those great Rocky montages where he's training, training. He's running up hills. He's hitting. He's in that big nasty gym, and he's got the mighty Mick there. Also, have him shadow boxing and visualizing. Yeah, exactly. you see yourself do right, and you do right. Yeah. And he's having him visualize. It's a component, definitely. Yeah. But something that I notice is it is a component that one hundred percent of champions say is important visualization yeah. champions leaders corporate yeah. leaders visualization matters and again there is no cognitive neuroscientist that will tell you that visualization isn't important because you are creating passages that wouldn't normally be created if you are just seeing if you are just seeing yourself lift that 200 pounds on the bench and that's all you're seeing and that's all you're wanting to do you have become a, a, an unfortunate victim of your success. Yeah. Thank you. That's exactly what I was trying to because say. You, you say it better. You, you, want, you are now great at that, right. but you're not doing that in the competition. I don't care right. if the guy is stronger. I care. To get people to troubleshoot. Yeah, yeah, I care if the, whatever happened on that bench improves his fight performance. Exactly. And yes. I think, I, think I, I love it. I, th I, I believe I've been doing that forever. But you know, yeah. when he, said, right. when he yeah. talked to me the other day, I go, man, like anytime I got Jenny doing pull-ups, you're in a tie clinch, mm -hmm. and you're ripping that neck from side to side as you knee, and and now you're getting stronger because that's not a joke. You know, pull-ups I think are one of the best strength building. I still right? you I mean, kidding so me. I still call them number when, one. Look, when yeah. you could put that into you grab somebody's neck, and that just I I, I think it's huge. I, I really do. Yep. So I agree. And when you compare that to when you do grab someone's neck compared to what the pull-up, the the effort of a pull-up, I mean that's. It's a beautiful thing, and again, psychologically, you're you're feeling great in that situation. In that or even moment. the pegs, you know, the pegs board, old school wrestling pegs. Yeah, the peg yeah. board. Yeah. No, it's good stuff. The peg board. It, it is. Yeah. I, I, we, we, yeah, we need one actually. I, well, oh, I would wow. think we need one. Every, every I did time. hear. Didn't you once volunteer one? Was I, that well, you? Ray shot it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I shot it. I shot it. I shot it down saying. because. <laughs> The uh, the question I take the pegboard, then I get the phone call. I'd like you to donate uh, money to the uh, Playhouse uh, organization. I'll tell you what. It's so wrong to donate to the arts. I'll make you. Uh, I'll make you do. If no, you know what's no, it's wrong. You asking somebody to donate okay. to the arts. But no, I donating won't. to the arts is good. You for some reason asking <laughs> no good. Yeah. I'll make you Only do because if Ray gives you okay. I mean, you don't want to be. The, you don't want to be. I that. like the pegboard. I mean, okay, awesome. Is that yeah, a deal? You'll make the but donation. Where's the I will, but you just oh, have yeah, to okay, okay the pegboard. Where would you like gym. the donation to go? You mean for the pegboard? Yeah. No, no I no. want the pegboard to go at the gym. I'd like to use the pegboard with everyone else. I'll make the donation. Wait, are you going to use the, the pegboard? okay for the pegboard, okay, so I'll make the donation. I'm giving the okay for the pegboard. All right. You heard it here. Because I see it as a good tool for And I've heard Empty Resig say he's going to use the pegboard. I am going to use the pegboard. I'm going to come Oh, I think he'd be good at the pegboard. I'm going to come back. And I want to say, just say, because you were talking about the visualization with the tree and the roots and all that stuff. Yeah. If I had brought that up, I would have been crucified. 
by you guys. No, you wouldn't yes, have. Yes, I no. would have. I disagree and with you. I just want to say that I disagree with that. Really good. We are nothing but fair with you. Well, listen. Every time we bring anything up, I'll tell you what. Can I just say it was great? No, no. Listen. I'm going to. You can. You can just say it was great, but you didn't just say it was great. If you would have said like, because he is a phenomenal golfer. If you would have said, I visualized this motion to help me with golfing, nobody's saying We're in. We love it. Amazing. See, I think you've got to yeah, understand yeah, this. Okay. That just, I, by the way, I must have been under, I apologize. Greg, about your you golfing once yeah, in a while. No, you no. Know, and, and, if and you're the, that good, the, I want to know it. The, oh, the yeah. messages I get from the, you know, from the fans and stuff is, is yeah. why, why are you listen, going in? Listen. <laughs> what did Drago write to you? Drago this Self. Is, this is the problem. <laughs> find him at MMA. This is the problem. Nobody's talking to you. Yes, they are. See that? Who? People. Can, uh, people. <laughs> they have handles. Yeah, I don't know yeah, them personally. The they're Mike I, Wide. They're just fans. So big. Mike, they're just fans. <laughs> like, they're, they're, they're just fans. And when he, when, not, when he puts a video, they feel bad. when we post a video of him on the pegboard, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's right. I'll come back. Let me tell you something. I was at a country club yesterday because I'm that type of you yeah, know, you bourgeoisie <laughs> fucking imbecile. But uh, and I have to go make my rounds, Tony. Understand some things you have to do. But uh, there was a guy that was the golf champ there. So I asked, you know, a mutual friend of ours. He goes, how would he do with Rasig? He goes, no, Rasig's way better. He's a golf champ. Yeah. I mean, no, that's awesome. I, I didn't know, know this. Even you know? though, look, even though Something it, I'm interested even in though know, it was Mike's cousin, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> I say that the guy was not even close to him. See mark. that? Unbelievable. I'm right. I'm you just visualize when you golf. Absolutely. Oh, you have to. Dr. Bob Rotella. Golf is not a game of perfect. Dr. Mm. Bob Rotella. Right? Exactly. So your thing is when you would get on, the, when you would get on uh, just off of off, uh, driving the ball, Mm-hmm. Right. Instead of you looking at the fairway and say, I want to hit the fairway, you look out and you look at a tree and you look at a, a branch and you look at a leaf and you say, I'm going to hit that leaf with the ball. So this way, you know, are you going to hit it? No. But if it just deviates a little bit to the left or a little bit to the right, you're still in the middle of the fairway. So you create the leaf in the tree. Well, you see yeah. it and you say that is uh, that is you I'm see it. You, you visualize that. Right. Because you don't want to hitting that right. into that tree. You're not looking at the tree. Even in though the rough. tree is 500 yards away. In right. the middle of the fairway, you're making the fairway, one. Okay. You're making okay. that. That's, you're making gotcha. that. That sounds sounds cool. Look at that. Is anybody making fun of you? No. no. Yeah. Because you just can't. No. Highly valuable. Really interesting. Highly valuable. Thank you. Thank you. Golf is not a game of perfect. All right. Look, you're a little insecure. No. It's just to help you, you know overcome. Um, listen, like the, we're trying like to help army. you. It's we like want, in the army. We're your friends. They beat you down. No, listen. <laughs> to, we're your, to build we're you back up. I'm just waiting for the building <laughs> of the backup. You're kidding no, it right now. Beat you I'm kidding it. You're Thank a phenomenal you. golfer. What I'm else do I love that fake tree in the middle of the fairway. Listen, we can, listen. We keep it real here. If you can't handle real, right. you're oh, gonna have a problem it. in I've this group. I've been here group. for eight, what is it, twenty some odd episodes. Three episodes. Right. He has a myth. You're like Lou Gehrig. I, I am. I believe. Like I don't even the whole. Let me tell you something. I believe this type of therapy will eventually help him <laughs> overcome. If he went to the hall, Ray would give yeah. you a speech. That's right. Absolutely. We're here to help. That's <laughs> all. I mean, I hope you understand that. You are. It comes from a good spot. I know that. I know. As 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 my cousin would say, once I stop ripping you, then you've got a problem. Exactly. Well, we're not. No, no, we're not ripping you. We're, we're, we're helping you. Helping. We, we don't even <laughs> like to say you. that. You know. It's I like appreciate a, it. <laughs> I do. Well, yeah, no, I hope you do because How it's coming it? from a good it spot. It's very coming from a very good spot. I mean, do you feel the sincerity, Steve? I feel the sincerity. <laughs> I feel, <laughs> You know what would even be a, a better Tell place us. to go to is Mike has a topic. He does. Oh, right. show oh, Mike has a topic. Has a topic. Right. While, he's, while he's so got the excited. microphone. While I've got the mic. All right. Mike has a topic. So, so this is the topic 
today. Mike's topic. Mike's topic is today. Is Empty Rizig. You, you, combat sports, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone here is heavily invested in combat sports, and you have MMA, and you have Thai boxing, and you have boxing. Kickboxing. Kickboxing, et cetera, right? But in the past, I would say, 20 years since MMA has, has grown and combat sports have become more prevalent, okay. people have tried gimmicks to be the next big thing. Okay, that's true. Okay, so we've had... Why a MMA pit fighting, which is fighting in a round, but has a, uh, there's like an incline. Oh, so your organizations mm-hmm. have tried organizations. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Okay. You had X-Arm. Have you guys heard of X-Arm? I've heard, but X-Arm describe. is, is that, arm wrestling. That was, this the, one. that was the stupidest thing. You I've saw this, okay? Yeah. Arm wrestling where they, they, they wrap your arms around, you have the table, and it's mixed martial art fighting. It's not just this. You can punch, you can kick, you can try and drag guys over the table. X fighting, that they've tried. That I did my entire childhood. Okay. That's, okay. Not, that's no. happening yeah. down the street right now. They have had team, team fighting championships where five on five, guys go in. Once one guy taps out, the guy that beats him gets to go over and beat the crap out of somebody else. So it's five on four. I think I've seen okay. that. Yeah, seen yeah. that. I've seen that right? like, that in Russia somewhere. Um, I seen we, that at the movie have, theater last week. <laughs> we now have bare knuckle fighting, which we talked mm-hmm. about. We have a full contact karate league, okay, which is a ring with inclines, and we also Wait, have, a ring with inclines like uh, like uh, as the like ring, a Jean Claude Van Damme movie. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's the arm wrestling, right? That's so crazy. <laughs> and then and that uh, guy, you had to hear that guy talk when it first came. That's been, that's been around for a that's while. So crazy that it was going to over throw the UFC. Right. I mean, people right. are crazy. Yeah, people are crazy. Was there? Yeah, yeah. So now, and then the, 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 the other one we have is Armored Combat League, which people dress up. It's military? In, in, no. No, as, as medieval armor. Yeah, yeah. And they I've get seen blunted that. swords, yeah, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. beat the crap out of each other yeah, that I've with seen. blunted swords. Oh, I mean, with yeah. you know, with the mace There we the go. The yard. New World Cup tournament. There you go. All there right. you go. So the question I have. At the well, Garden. left out one. There's but, also. But which on. one? What? There's 16 uh, people there. Like I'm going to tell, yeah. I'm gonna tell you something you left that. out. There's an organization like called the Dog Festival. Brothers, and they do stick fighting yeah. with really limited equipment on, and those guys get the freaking tar beat That's out of crazy. them. Crazy, 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 crazy. So, so the question I have is, this is my question, is if you were tasked with the next great combat sport, mm-hmm. what would it be? You know, I got one question. Yes. When are we getting the pegboard? <laughs> no, you get the pegboard. When are we getting the pegboard? When are we getting anyone to answer the question? If someone came, all right, here you go. What do you got? I'm going to, I'd love your topic, but I'm going to flip it a little bit. And here's what I mean by that. To show all other athletes how hard fight sports are, which is why I have a passion and love for it, we should allow just from a, a you know, short period of time, them to be hit in their own sport. So, for example, all right, Hussein Bolt. Uh, everybody talks about proper running <laughs> form. Look how great he runs. Per- perfect technique, perfect everything, right? All that. Well, how great would his form be and how fast would he be if after 50 meters somebody was allowed to punch him in the face? Okay, the point is everything cha- No, every sport is, is designed around not hitting someone in the head. Right. So why, when I try to explain to other people how tough fighting is, think about being a sprinter and be, and everybody, oh, well, you got to fix his form. I get it. But in fights, for, 
the very form that you want is going to get the guy's chin knocked off. Okay, like oh, yeah. straighten his chin out when he does this. Straighten that. You can't do that in fights. So I'm going to reverse it. I love your idea, but I want. Here's how you can do it. The catcher can punch liver kick, liver punch the batter one time before Just each pitch, one time. and then you throw the pitch in. Now yeah, let me yeah. see how well he can hit. So that's that's the next sport. You like that <laughs> yeah, sport? That might get oh, me, that that might get me to a baseball game. game. I want to show people how tough fighting is. You get hit, then go swing the bat. You get hit at, after 50 meters, right. let me see you keep running. All right? There's my take. I like yeah, it. What do you think, right. right. uh, <laughs> You know, I, I, I tell you, I think I'm guilty of whenever you talk, I think I go to sleep. I'm really not sure. Not even, no, seriously, just tell me what it is again. Sure, I heard, he, I heard, no, I heard a bunch of stuff. Contact sport. Yeah. All right? Create contact, your own, create oh, create your own. Your I come own. to create you and say, Ray, I'm oh, going to build yeah. a sport around you. You're the grand poobah. What's the sport that people want to see? And you have to design that. Sport. I'd like to see, uh, like, kind of what Tony says, like a tennis match where before he serves, you smack him in the head with a frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be good. I'm Everybody has one, one good shot. Oh, no, one <laughs> shot in the head with a frying pan, <laughs> and then you have to play pan. the next five minutes, and then the other side gets hit with the frying pan. <laughs> there you go. Right. I think that would be good. You, I want to watch what that. Do you got for me? I, I, you know me. Mine isn't that simple. I have to know what the purpose is. Is the purpose to entertain? Yes. Or it's a gimmick. Am it I am I trying to make a money maker? Am I making sure. a viable company, or am I? It's like X arm wrestling. All right, so not right, a viable it's company. It's X arm wrestling. I'm coming to you and saying, look, I want to get eyeballs on this. I want it to be combat sports, and I need a good gimmick that people will watch. I love you. How about people how will wait, watch? How about, uh, that, wait, hold on a second. How about a swim competition where we duct tape their mouth and nose? <laughs> and they, <laughs> How about that? See yeah, who could. Okay, I, mean, I like know, it. I'm right? starting. You know, I'm starting to like this topic, Tony. Well, that would just be an, ass an assassination. That, yeah. Some of these are, are are kind of like that. Where again, before I show, we're talking about the having no time limit, and and at what point do we? You know, the veil of civility is really thin. So, at what point are we not just in the Coliseum and saying, "What happens with this guy against a lion?" Like, but. For me, if I was if I was doing it not as a viable business, if I was just trying to put asses in the seats, then I let everyone get roided up who wants to be roided up, and I put two monsters against each other. <laughs> it's not and, a bad and idea. And that's I would just put monsters against each other. That's it. Okay. Uh, Brock Lesnar wants to fight. I got another one. Brock Lesnar wants to fight monster number two. You guys want to be roided one, to the shit? Steve, Go. I think is even better. Blindfolded boxing. Love it. I love it. Come on. You love just, it. Yeah, you spin them around, like pin the tail on the donkey, two guys blindfolded, and then they have to fight each other mm -hmm. for a, for a five-minute round. Or well, spin well, the crowd and yells. Yeah. Without the blindfold. And everybody yeah. has to, you know, like they have to scream and let them know where the other opponent is. <laughs> hey, you, you worked in blood sport. And you get a ref and you Van blindfold him. Yeah, yeah. oh, you and design. you blindfold yeah. the ref, too, so, he has a, <laughs> so there's a chance he gets killed. With that blindfolding <laughs> ref wouldn't make a lot of changes. I, gonna, I will try this at the gym tomorrow. I'm not even kidding around. I really like this. No, the, ref, boxing. the ref has a series of cards in his pocket, so yeah. he doesn't know that every time he pulls, every minute and a half, he pulls out a card and an instruction which person he needs to hit, red corner or blue turn. So exactly. every now and then I the like referee it. pulls out of the card, punches you in the mouth, you <laughs> don't expect it coming. Right. Something ridiculous. Oh, no, he pulled out the red card. <laughs> and everybody goes crazy. And the audience you know gets crazy to throw about, in you know, weapons. Like, what we're talking about, there's people out there that would pitch this stuff seriously. Big like, time. Because, yeah, it would, because people would buy it. Well, yeah. here, here's four-way blindfolded boxing. Right oh, here. I love yeah. it. Nice. Yes. 
Four way, good. You see? And still better form than CM Punk. I tell you, I, I, I think wanted that, that fight going so actually bad. Hysterical. Especially after seeing this. him fight twice, I wanted that yeah, so bad. Yeah, you got it. For, so everybody, we are watching four-way blind boxing. Unbelievable. We have, we need to put a clip of this up for everyone. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> look at that. Still swinging. The ref's, the ref's getting too. pummeled. <laughs> oh, oh, geez. oh this shit! Is great. This that guy, guy he, that's his partner. Oh, wow. Wait, that was horrible. Back. Well, they're slapping. Well, Michael, I think that was a wonderful topic. I thought it was but challenging. I you what I think yeah, what, what do you got? Like, I've been thinking got? about this. Wait, let's go. My, yeah. I think, did you ever see the movie no. The Running Man, based off the Stephen King book? Yeah, Running Man. I think that's going to be the next thing. That it's going to be uh, either in the jungle or whatever it's going to be. Wasn't Arnold in that? Uh, Arnold was in that, and yeah. they're going to they're yeah. let three people or five people go. They made movies of it, and then they're going to hunt them down. Yeah. Not that they're going to kill them. They're just going to hunt them down. And I think in technology today, which they can show, like we're talking about the fights and all the different, you know, the drones, etc., they'll be able to so, monitor this stuff. I think so that's almost, so it's like almost like a Hunger Games, but no, like, exactly, not killing them. But not, not killing, killing them. Okay. I think Sport that's the next hunting, right. like that. but people. But people. I think that'll be the next big thing. This is, this is huge tonight. Okay. No? That's tremendous. <laughs> Did we go we sport went, hunting we people even went beyond where but wait did the people get the fight back it. like is it they have guns and the people don't I think they would have like sections animals? that you have to you can get like your weapons and you got to get general? there and you got a certain period and they got I mean you could go crazy <laughs> but no Chris clones. the producer asked what if they're clones there are clones <laughs> we're not here anyway because it's Armageddon first of all there are Thank clones you everywhere all right what if they're tra uh, transgender people? <laughs> transgender clones. They won't be allowed because we're inclusive. Be His biggest nightmare, we're transgender clones. Yeah. Which, no. Well, no. See, that, takes, that helps with the trans transgender topic, too, because if you blindfold everybody, everybody's even. <laughs> yeah, you know it's I mean? all so even. That's good. You right? right. Come on, Christopher Dusa. I think there's no need to belittle my topic of life. <laughs> 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 if I were you, I'd just be that. happy we didn't belittle this topic and get out of here alive. Uh, that, uh, that's it. Ray, we had a message for you. You can message us on uh, MMAandBeyond.com. That's MMAandBeyond.com. And again, if you want to support the show, uh, let people know about it. Let people know what we're doing. And, and if you're visiting on it, if, if you're interested in peak performance through a combination of unique products and actionable information, check out onit.com slash MMA Beyond. And, of course, if you're going to buy something, please put in promo code MMA Beyond so that we get credit and you get 10% off. We have a, a, a question for Ray from Tara. She writes, subject is Ray the author. Hi, I was wondering if Ray has ever thought of writing a book. If so, what would the title be called? And can I have a signed copy? LOL. Love the show from Wisconsin. Uh, Tara, that's a great question. And I guarantee you, if I do write a book, you'll get a signed copy. But oh, yeah, right. no, we thought about it. I mean, it's really, uh, you know, and it would be. You've got a book in you for sure. It's whether yeah. you can get it out or I not. I mean, because I think even the story with me and Matt, and I think that's a real rocky story that's for real and there's a there's already a chapter done but it was done like two years ago but uh it would be called something like uh the boys from long island the night they shocked the world and, i like and that was it's, and it's really a story about you know uh belief and uh friendship and loyalty and again you know as the story goes even matt got knocked out by shoney carter in his first fight he could have got rid of me but he took culpability we went back to the drawing board we changed up some stuff and uh you know, he was let go of the UFC, had another chance to come back. And it's just the story of really just 
always to dream big and never, never, never quit and just to follow through on your gut and, you know, and I think, I really think it's just a great story. So I hope I get it done, Tara, because uh, it'll be more than just a story. I think it'll be a, you know, like a motivational book also, all in one, all in, well, like, I think you know, your story you know those itself. motivational books you read that tell a story? Sure. This is a real story that, you know, look, man, I know the guy 25 years, we're still friends. That, that alone is, yeah, in this great. world is a feat that, you know, forget about, you know, being in the trenches together and, and, you know, like his career is over. We're still friends. I had nothing to do with anything. We were always friends. And uh, You guys are like a comedy duo. Yeah, no, Beyond point, friends, yeah. you guys are a comedy <laughs> and, you know, duo. And like, again, look, it could end tomorrow. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm a realist, but I don't, I mean, I don't think it will. But you know the way things sure. happen. Marriages don't last, you know. Sure. You know, it's, uh, I think that's what makes this story special is that, I think it gives everybody hope in that in that department that you can yeah, you can have a great relationship forever. And again, it's about never to stop believing and to surround yourself with great people. And, uh, and even yeah, I'd love to get this done. I really would because I really, man, I, I hope I don't leave this world without doing this book. I no, really well, you know, also done. in conversations you and I have had just just at the gym, what I've noticed and and maybe that you'd want to call out for this book. Um, because you would focus on other people's victories. But w- what I've noticed is that you're a common denominator in a couple of UFC upsets and, and several people at the gym who, who you were life-changing for them. Right. Um, and a couple of times that you and I have a conversation, we were talking about different things, you would, you would say uh, that you don't focus so much on the differences you have, but on the common vision right, that you right. might both have. And that's a huge, a yeah, huge thing like for coaches. It's like water seeks its own level. You know what I mean? And... Uh, Again, it's there's so much more than just fighting, but you know, again, it's, it'll be part of the speech, really. But he did pave the way for all Long Island fighters to really believe that they could become a champion. That's and, a great point. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He did. And look, he was, even yeah. look, Chris Weidman had to go up against Anderson Silva. That is no joke. But the fact that he saw Matt Serra beat GSP, if you don't think that gave him a little extra boost, you're crazy. Ally Aquinta oh, takes a fight countries. with. Khabib Nurmagomedov, who's a stone-cold killer who was crushing people on two hours' notice. If you think that what we've done in that gym over the last 20 years did not make a difference, I, I would argue that to the, to the hilt. So Sarah belongs in that UFC, even for that reason alone, that you know, just overcoming the negativity on a day-to-day basis that he could not beat GSP. He had no shot. Nobody gave him a shot. I'd be doing an interview for the fight, and I'd say, look, Matt's not the easiest guy to hit. <laughs> God, I, right. The camera guy started laughing. <laughs> the like, camera guy shaking. I, laughing. I mean, you know, you, uh, you think I'm bullshitting? Like, right. you know, like I couldn't even, you know, uh, I couldn't even comprehend what I was looking at. Nobody gave this guy a shot. Nobody. And he had to deal with that day to day. But he had the belief. When we went in there, man, we would chill. He changed GSP forever. I changed GSP forever. And again, I think he changed a lot of people forever, man. If he could do it, I could do it. And I watched him do it. And I think it was just a great thing. Again, I'm going to just keep it to Long Island. But he gave every fighter on Long Island the hope that, me, you could get in the UFC and become a champion. I don't think there's That's anything right. greater than that. No, and I really agree with you. And I, and yeah. I never thought about it like that. But, but we got a lot of great fighters here. 
on Long Island. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, you know, you have our friends over at LAMMA. Without right? a doubt. And, and, oh, no, and, great fighters and on Long Island. Keith does some guy, well, good well, guys yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. Shout but out my, to everybody. Exactly. Ryan LaFleur, Keith but, Trimble, but, they do a great job, But really. I think that was inspired. Of course, and it on had the, to Right, be. On, just like yeah, you said, look, you Some know? people could be jealous of that, but I say if you look at it the right way, everybody should be happy, man. That guy put Long Island on the map. He made it possible in a lot of people's minds. If he can do it, I can do it. Exactly. I'm saying that alone is a great enough feat who gets to do that in their lifetime where you could change the the hope and the vision of other people that are coming after you who, who could do that who could say they could do that he can you put a you know small island I mean? on the map in MMA. You know? We're, we're good. I'm, oh, without a doubt. Gone, man. You know? Yeah, and, and uh, you're right. He was the pioneer of that, too, as he's going without in the Without a doubt. So he, you guys led that. That's great cool. Fox Sports did a whole, they, remember, they did a whole yeah, thing on it. Yeah, yeah. And, and they could And again, it's not like, you know, he was supposed to win that fight. He had to get shit on for two months. You know, he had to listen to all the bullshit, you know. And, uh, you know, I'm not including this in the speech, but, you know, Joe Rogan had an MMA uh an MMA show at the time, and Matt was a guest on there, and he's in the green room. He hears Joe Rogan and Dana White talking about how he's going to get killed in the fight. These are his buddies. Right. He goes out there, he goes, you guys, are you guys kidding? You think I'm really going to get smashed? Uh, you know, and Rogan's like, well, no, no, you just opened up another school. I just don't know where you have the time to even train. And, you know, what they don't know is that I would meet him at 11, 12 o'clock at night. We didn't have a time frame. There was no... Oh, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon every day. No, it was, we did whatever we had to do to get that training in. Whether it was 11 o'clock at night, it was mostly night, I won't say, or, you know, 8 o'clock in the morning because I was never <laughs> Yeah, because we know that, so that's, was that, that didn't happen. But, I mean, we would make the time, period, no matter what, because that's, that's, that was the whole, I think, dynamic of the team. It wasn't, it was such an individual effort, and everybody, you know, he had strong people around him, and everybody did what they had to do to help this guy accomplish what he wanted to accomplish. So to Rogan's credit was true. Like the guy just opened up another school. He's doing this, he's doing that. So even on a time frame. But what he doesn't know is that we had no limitations to training. We right. didn't give a shit. We get people to come in there at midnight, mm -hmm. you know, and we did what we had to do and the rest, as they say, Mr. Ricci is history. Yeah. But, uh, and but, you know what, I, but again, I, imagine having to go in every day listening to this bullshit and i'll tell a couple other stories well, two, that i won't tell now two months of of hearing about yeah, where I you're mean, at, inadequate you know, <laughs> like, listen eventually <laughs> it's going to catch up to you sure you keep course. hearing that like you say we can go through this you can either have negative or positive yeah. in your brain it's going to say can so, work for you or against yeah. you yeah yeah right so i mean so mad just to show you is a grounded dude with you know really just a good i mean dude and plus he just handles everything with a sense of humor which i think gets overlooked in everything we talk about if he you're does. not laughing every day i i, I think you're in trouble yeah. i really think yeah. that's a huge thing yeah huge huge i mean it's just there's not a drug that'll replace that yeah you're there's right. not a drug that it's, can do anything for you well, better you than know, laughing great for parasympathy i mean really right how great is it for the nervous system it's, and brain it's literally as healthy for right? you tune in thursday now. fight pass i'll be giving this speech to induct <laughs> my friend <laughs> Matt Sarah into is the it on fight pass it's on fight pass. Oh, that's right. awesome. we're all watching literally. you guys could watch me thursday have a panic pass? attack we you know we're gonna do we're gonna put a tv up on the peg we will we'll put up we are all watching beyond instagram tuning in and uh will you mention empty resig in your book at all Will he have a spot Absolutely. in your book? I have no question in, the in my mind that I will, will be it be in, in the book. acknowledgement section? I say section? that with all humility. I know I will be in that book. I got to tell you, I don't even. 
I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> yes, I was uh, I mean, oh, what, what, what comes yes, to mind is, how dare you ruin what I just said for I, five minutes? How I will dare tell, you? I will tell a quick story about Matt that Matt told, and I thought this was a great story. Was right. that I, I think at the time he was engaged uh, to his wife. Or he was just married. You're telling the story. I'm you telling the story. Okay. <laughs> Tell the story. You started the story with a question. Who starts the story? You name drop now. I get it. You're in. Tell the story. And his girlfriend, I'm gonna say his girlfriend at the time, her fiance, wanted to go out to the fight, and he says, "I don't want you to come out to the fight." And she said, "Why?" And he showed her a video of GSP, who was pummeling some fighter, and he's like, "Listen, if." If for whatever reason I don't want you to be there, if anything like that ever happened to mm -hmm. me, and I thought that was an interesting. Uh, yes, and you totally fucking butchered the story. <laughs> but, uh, wow! I will, I'll tell you, I won't mention who <laughs> the fighter is, but the, the part he's missing out is they pan over to the guy's fiance, and she's a wreck. I almost that, thought that, that was I was about. To oh yeah, no, of course, he was concluded. Yeah, right. He concluded. Pan over to the fiance, and she was a wreck, and he says, "Look, I don't want you to." Right. That, that was yeah. the whole I guess. That's, right. that's, that's a good story. That's what I'm talking about. It was a good story, and it got ruined. Right. Yeah. Well, it, it, it didn't know. get ruined. I've seen it ruined. I've ruined. Ruined. seen more effective deliveries. I've seen more effective deliveries. Let's answer Shannon, Sharon's question. <laughs> Why do I even text let's, MMA and Beyond? Why do I bother? <laughs> you're going to text and say you're someone else. Uh, Sharon, Sharon writes, Sharon. In subject, hero. Uh, I read an article about an MMA fighter in England who took down a mugger uh, who stole from an elderly lady. Have you guys ever had to use your training in real life situations? Just curious. Thanks for my Monday morning commute entertainment. Well, good morning and hope you have a great work day. And I'll start with you, Ray Longo. You ever use your training for real life situations? Uh, that was, I don't think so. I just normally just start swinging like a lunatic. <laughs> so there's, uh, even if I did, there was not no training involved. You're a pretty big dude, though, so I don't imagine too many people would engage uh, with you aggressively. Who the hell in, knows? In public? I hope not. Not yeah. after they see your movie. Oh. No. You're not acting, I don't yeah, think. No, <laughs> uh, I don't know that he's acting. I hope, well, put it this way, I hope it never comes to that. Well, I love to lead a nice, relaxing life. So I love your role in that movie. Can you just plug the movie real quick? Oh. Brooklyn Banker. Wow. wow. Oh. Where, where can we find that? I've never heard of that. Wait, let's, let's see. Wait, what was that one called? Uh, uh, it's just I Amazon, iTunes. <laughs> Hulu. But, but how'd that work out for but, you? But Ray, hold on. Ray, yeah. The movie that uh, Love you're Lies now. and Larceny. Love Lies and Larceny. With P.J. Sansone and Tom Brown. An Two incredible role you have in there. Who don't? Everything's organic. They don't ask you to do anything you know, <laughs> that makes you uncomfortable. They just organic is the word I like to use for that. Good but, storytellers. Uh, they don't leave out parts, nah, vital parts nah, of the story. Good team not. together. And they're a great team together. But um, I wish them the yeah, most so success. Love, Lies, and Larceny, <laughs> L.A. Short Fest, July 25th or something. I'll get specific dates on it. What a great month I, I you're having, good, man. Yeah. Really good month. Yeah, yeah. a great month. Fight good, Shape, man. you ever use your stuff in real life? Um, Not for the... She, you don't seem like you're a dude anyone wants to bother either. Though. Well, I try to look like I'm missing a few dots on my dice. Mm -hmm. And just so like people, and I make faces like... You know, yeah. just to make sure that, yeah, I wish everyone, to, I'll have, have to make to that, that picture of that First face. time I met him, I just kept walking. Um, I'd be honest with you. Just to keep the peace. Like, I, you know, there are plenty of people, I'm sure I'm an old man now that can 
beat me up and all, but I just want them to let him know it's it, it's going to be a long you're going to be a problem. It's right. going to be a long day, and then she'd probably go somewhere <laughs> else. Um, but no, I, I I've been it, here's why I say I'm fortunate because I would only use it like this gentleman did to protect somebody right. if needed. And fortunately, I haven't seen anything bad where somebody was doing something wrongful to anyone else. Uh, drunk at 22 in a bar is a separate issue. I think we've all tested sure. our abilities at that point, right? Sure. Yeah. Dr. Sherry, you look deadly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Real deadly. I try to be cerebral about it, unfortunately, a couple <laughs> However, of times sometimes. in the office. Yeah. However, sometimes in the office, things can get rowdy <laughs> among patients. I bet. Um, Have you yeah. ever applied the rear naked choke like you did to empty Rusig last week? I actually did. Um, it was Because you looked really comfortable. I was very comfortable with, with it, choke. and it was a joke, actually. It was with the deputy attorney general of the state of New Jersey, and he basically called me called me out. No, he's a great guy. Oh, he's a good, dude, oh, he's right? a good guy. Yeah. And um, he had actually said, oh, I don't think you could do this. You know, I doubt you could do this. So I applied it, and I thought he was kidding. He started tapping, and I thought he was joking around because he had made so much fun. And, yeah, he went out. He oh, went out. Right. Nice. You know, you apply it and with perfect form. Form. Oh, thank you. You apply it to empty recig last week, and it was perfect form. On Best of teachers. Coach. Best of teachers. Matt and his family, and Ray for the stand-up. There it is. Oh, empty wow. recig on the links. Uh, no, I, I'll, I'll, if I tell the story, you're going to – okay? I'm going to tell a quick story. All right, yeah, yeah, go effectively, um, I, it, efficiently. It's funny. I was at it's a – like uh, a scene at an Annie Hall. <laughs> oh, yeah, I Christ. swear to God. Come on, Woody. Get, yeah, get, get on with it. You know what? Oh, no, come on, do it, please. All right. So I was at a, a, a reading of a, of a play, and afterwards everyone was kind of milling around, and I was introduced to this guy who I had not met before, and we had a mutual acquaintance, and he was kind of like blasting this acquaintance. And I'm looking at the guy, and I'm saying, what the – like, I don't know you. You know, so what if this person was a good friend of mine? And he's getting, like, more and more belligerent of this person. So finally, I'm, say, I'm saying that I what do you – what do you – I could be a friend of this person. And he kept going and going. And I remember sitting there. I had been training with Ray. And I remember saying to myself, if this goes any further, I'm going to have to hit this guy. Mm. And I remember just saying to myself, well, if I do – Ray says, you know, going through thing, it would be this and then this. Mm -hmm. And thank God it never happened, but I will give that a, a shout out to Ray. That, oh, that right. was a never no. happened? No, wait a minute. Dr. Sherry this was put a the politician to sleep. Never happened. This was, was at the theater. 20, this was at people to sleep but this is, without you know, a let me tell sleeper you hold, 45 without anything. Old or whatever, the, you know, the, the hey, Ray, I think that, that was a non-story. But you were in the theater, <laughs> am I correct? You were in the theater. But my point at the end of the day is when you're 22, it's one thing. When you're 45, you rarely do sports. Why do I tell a story? Why do I tell a story? A story of nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. But I think we got I was put in the position. I just quickly go no, back you to your you original question. How about the cast of a Bronx tale fights the cast from uh Mamma Mia? That's a new good fight sport. And you being that you got oh, fear to fight him. I like this. Being, now you're being facetious. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was wonderful because you held back, and I think that was very no, good. It was, it was, I was, it was being it was, the tree in the root. You got, <laughs> I was holding on to the wow. tree in the root. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, we're going to go. Before, before we go, I, I do want to get to these questions. Uh, uh, Easton, Sh Shanna Easton writes, Do clean gyms like Ray keep an in-gym policy, like doing their own testing, uh, or is it self-policed by the fighters? Right. Uh, yeah, no, there's uh, no um, testing in the gym, and uh, knock on wood, 
we're clean, and I hope it remains that way. But, you know, the fighters know uh, what the rules are, and uh, I don't think anybody wants to be a cheater. So I think that's what keeps them, keeps them honest, and I just hope it ke- continues that way. You know, there's no – but we don't do any type of testing to make sure of that. But I think um, – but I Self-awareness think, yeah. and talking about how bad it is when other people get popped is a good enough deterrent, you know, for some of these guys. You mm. know what I mean? I think totally. nobody wants to be I, that guy. I, I that so. Nobody wants yep. to be that guy. And, you know. and I think that in But the there are guys in the gym, whether they're fighting or not, that are huge that will tell you they haven't done a thing. And it's just it's fucking ridiculous. It's comical. It's just stupid at this point. Yeah. But, but uh, as far as self-policing goes, um, Shayna Easton, yeah. as far as self-policing goes— it, it's an interesting thing, and I wouldn't have understood it either if I wasn't in the gym surrounded by those fighters. They kind of do set up a standard for themselves and as a, as a group. And when Ray says, you don't want to be that person who's cheating, I understand what he means. And, and if you're there, you would see that they, they kind of bring – they all raise up together, and, and they train together, and they're tired, exhausted together, and they go one more round together. And if one of them was was uh, was cheating in that way, they, they you just it just wouldn't happen. You you wouldn't want to yeah. be that person. And you're also, I think Ray's mentioned this before. You're talking about that psychological component. So yeah. once you take that away from you, right? You know, you have to stop at some point. It puts you possibly at a disadvantage. Yeah, as yeah, well. totally. Right? What happens totally. when you don't have it? So totally. you know, that's a whole other issue. That's that a great point. You know, and it's a career so ender now, something like that. And I think that everyone's I, I working hope, so hard. I hope like, it is, and I, I understand that people have the rationale behind it. Well, everybody's doing it. Well, not everybody's doing no. it now. And and again, we're talking about the dangers of weight cuts, and that's legit. Well, there's also a danger when a guy who very well may be clean is being punched in the face by somebody who's on a boatload of crap. Right. Okay? Because that is changing things exponentially. And people, and again, people are getting really, really pissed about that. Yeah, that's the yeah, other thing. So yeah, they, exactly. Once you get pissed about it, you're not going to be that guy. Right. Go, you know what I'm right. saying? Like yep. that's, that's what I'm kind of saying. So it's kind of like a built-in thing that you're going to do the right thing. and. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 hey, if that hey, makes any sense. You yeah. want to ask you, you know, it's so funny. You, you do this show, you're in the gym, and you see these guys all the time. I, I can't tell you how often I see Ally Aquinta. I read about him, his fight being off with Justin Gaethje, and I think, oh, maybe I'll ask on Sunday, I'll ask Ray if he knows what happened instead of just texting or calling Al. I don't know why I don't think of it, but uh, do you know what happened? Do you, is, is that yeah, his was body a contract was, thing? or No, no, definitely not. Uh, I don't believe it was. I mean, what he told me is his body was just beat up. And uh, for whatever reason, some of those, uh, the, the knee pain was back, and then that caused a back problem. And, you know, he was maybe overtraining. I don't know. But it was definitely a physical thing. And, uh, you know, I think once he gets banged up like that and he's walking around like a little bit like a cripple, then I think his brain goes to, what am I doing this for? I do deserve more money, and then am I right. going to put myself at more risk? And I think that's the dilemma he has in his head. So, you know, he was doing good, and then he started, you know, sparring harder with some heavier people, and I think that kind of did him in. And uh, that's where we're at. All right, man. Well, best of luck to him always, man. Uh, About as likable as a guy. Always such a good dude, man. No matter what, you catch him in the beginning of his workout, middle or the end, man. Always just such a nice guy, and we'll sit there, chat with you, give you advice. I mean, as good as it gets. Uh, before we get going, Ray, you're heading down to to Vegas. It's a beautiful thing to to be able to for for Matt Sarah and shout out to Matt Sarah who again I was texting with this week. 
a tremendous accomplishment to not only be uh, a, a pioneer in this growing organization, but to be someone from Long Island, one of us who struggled his way. And now he literally, I mean, he, he, he beat JSP, huge upset, world champion, now into the Hall of Fame. You literally can't do more in your profession than what he, he has done. And of course, just like when I, someone asked you, if you would write a book, you went on for five minutes talking about the book basically being about your friend. When you right. talk to Matt Sarah, he will spend five minutes talking about the impact Ray Longo has had in his life. It's a beautiful thing. Congrats to you. Thank you very yeah. much. Really, really excited. Woo! And again, I, I just try to stress this is more than just fighting. I know I don't want to sound cliche, but it's a crazy story, man. Crazy, crazy story. So you might look at his record. You might look at just the UFC, but it's so much more than that that, you know, that's why that book has to be written. And again, it'll be written from my perspective as opposed to if he wrote it, which would be a right. different perspective. You know what I mean? So, uh, oh, my God. It would, I'm telling you, it's a crazy, it's a crazy story. story and there's, you know, I, I can't even get I I could go on for like an hour and a half, two hours, three hours, it doesn't even matter. But that story was nuts. And just even, you know, the fights and some of the legal problems he had, you know, he had some legal problems that the UFC wasn't even on TV. Like if if it was televised, maybe that would have changed the course of that, you know. But wow. uh, And I mean, legal problems where he was in the right, but he did end up fighting some people that luckily worked out for him. But uh uh, man, I, I've been through, I've really been through so much with him. Like, I mean, I think he knows some of my deepest, darkest secrets, and I know some of his, and, you know, that's just, that's a good friendship. I couldn't ask for a better friend. Including than traveling him. with somebody. Oh, I mean, <laughs> traveling yeah, yeah. and staying we'll, we'll in get rooms. To that. We'll get to that on Thursday. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Well, have a great trip down there. It's nice and warm in Vegas. You'll have a great time, man. And again, in, in that, uh, know that it's not lost on any of us that uh, what what an impact you've had on so many of these fighters. And I hope you enjoy it and yeah, are able I'm to gonna, take it in, man. This, it's not try. people work really hard in their lives to reach this level that you've yeah. reached and, and, and that the people you are training are reaching. Yeah. And, so I, that, and, I, and the huge. other thing, Steve, is I, I really think we never sold out to anything. We had a good core. We have our values, and I think we stuck to them. Uh, loyalty being right up there with the with the best of them, and uh, yeah, we probably could have been you know millionaires five times over, but you know, like Frank Sinatra said, we did it our way, you know, and that was really it. I mean, it was a, just a great story and just organic from the beginning. Nothing, you know, a lot of stuff happened by chance, and I think that's what makes it a great story. It's a great story. And Fight Shape, what you got going on, buddy? Everything good. Um, I'm honored that uh, in September I'll be speaking at UFCPI um, at the uh, Strength and Conditioning Summit there. And just uh, that'll be really cool. And, and the Fight Science Institute's coming together and having their first seminar in Florida. And I thank MMA and Beyond for helping support that and, and bring awareness to it. So thanks all. Well, it's, 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 it's adding to the work that you're doing at the Fight Science Institute is adding multiple layers to the dimensions of the fight game and i think it's really important for safety for peak performance for a lot of things it's pioneering work man good stuff dr sherry mt resig what you got going on well 
No, no, no I'm waiting ahead. for you. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. No. Nope. Are you gonna no. be? Are you no, gonna? No, it's like it's all right. I didn't do anything. Are you gonna stand in line at the at the at the mall and 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 talk about what Ray taught you if somebody turns around and wants to fight you? No, no, let's share it. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Looking forward to uh, starting a new podcast. Awesome. Called Breaking It Down with Steve Maraboli. Wow. All right. That's wonderful. What's it about? Uh, it's about conversations about all kinds of topics. Uncomfortable conversations that we can we get attacked from a uh, from a scientific angle, from an experiential angle. It's it's medicine and neuroscience meets really ex cool. experiential psychology. It's going to be uh, ner a good a good nerd podcast. I like that. Exactly. Excellent. I'm signing up immediately. Cool. Excellent. Uh, Rubino Tile. <laughs> oh, and there it was. And there it was. See you next Once week. again. <laughs> Folks, this, this is MMA and Beyond. Thank you so much uh, for, for staying with us. Check out MMAandBeyond.com. And please, as we gain more sponsors, we're talking to a few more. Right now we have On It. They're, the, the the people who have been in touch with us from On It have been so nice, so so generous. Thank you. Uh, check out onit.com slash MMA Beyond. Also, if you're already on there, just use MMA Beyond as at checkout, and you'll save 10% on supplements and food items. Uh, so check it out. Uh, thank you so much. This is MMA and Beyond. Catch you next time.